It is indeed a pleasure to have this privilege to play here for you. And we, we intend to give you a very fine program, so just settle back, relax, and enjoy the moment. 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 Hey, what's up? What's going on, everybody? This is Mika. Welcome back to Miked Up at a very special time. It's 3 o'clock. I hope Instagram can see me. Um, yeah, it's a very special show because, like I said, we're at a special time. I have a guest in the audience. I want her to say hello. Hi. <laughs> I didn't ask your pronouns. What are your pronouns? She. Okay, cool. Her. All right. I didn't get it wrong. Um, but yeah, we're here with my very special guest. We're here to talk about something near and dear to me, which is Wadmala Island. Um, and uh, and recent efforts for it to be just rezoned for commercial use. And so I'm going to let her introduce herself, just um, her name, and we'll hop into why we're all here. Hey, I'm Kelly Doyle. I'm a resident of Wadmala. Okay, Kelly. And you and I, we met initially via email, right? Yep. Yeah. And so um, before we jump in, before... Uh, before I kind of get it's not emotional like I'm gonna cry, but emotional like there's so much to get to like I don't and I'm gonna, I'm gonna not stop I'm gonna stop looking at the the phone for those listening. Um, I this is just emotional because I am um, as I always say I'm the daughter of Jim Crow refugees. My mother and my father had to flee the South for uh, more economic opportunity and prosperity. My father is a native of Wadmala Island. Um, uh, and uh, so was his father, July Gadsden, and so was his father, Enoch Gadsden. Um, my uh, Enoch's wife, Emily, and uh, my grandmother on my dad's side, uh, Elizabeth, are all buried, and, and many, many more descendants are all buried on Wadmala Island. I currently have my 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 uh, aunts on Wadmala, uh, who currently still are still a kicking. My my cousins, a bunch of cousins, cousins I don't even know. That are my cousins, but they're my cousins because they tell me every time I run into them at the store. Um, so Wadmala has always played a, a big part of my life. I lived, I've been living on Wadmala for the past five years um, on our family acreage. Um, I graduated from high school down in the south, so I lived on Wadmala back in the late 90s. And so it was a place that grew on me because I'm a Jersey native. Um, I'm a, again a, a daughter of, of, of uh, Jim Crow refugees, but Wadmala has always held a very spe- special place in my heart. I always knew that, um, especially at the Cherry Point boat landing, I knew that that spot was just sacred ground to me. And so that's why we have to talk about what we have to talk about today. But first and foremost, for those listening, for new listeners, this is 96.3 FM on radio. This is your nonprofit commercial-free community radio station. We're broadcasting, this show is broadcasting live from Workshop. Workshop is located at 1503 King Street here in Upper King. So um, it's the food court area. We're just a cube inside of that. So come and chill out with the cube if you want, if you're hungry. And uh, yeah, so the start of this show, I did invite some new listeners to come. This is radical. I am a radical activist, um, and I'm, not, I'm, I'm very proud of that. Um, I really work really hard um, to dismantle uh, systemic oppression and white supremacy. I think it's very important here. And also I center the voices of the Gullah Geechee folk, being that I am a Gullah Geechee descendant. So um, I want to center this space before we start speaking. Um, and just, I want to say the names of some ancestors. Um, I want to say the name of Sylvia Simmons. Sylvia Simmons was a Wadmalaw midwife uh, that delivered my daddy. Um, I want to say the name uh, Bernice Robinson. I want to say the name Esau Jenkins, Septima Clark, 
I want to acknowledge the indigenous ancestors, the indigenous inhabitants um, that form that we think that we that I studied and I went to the library and discovered that the uh, indigenous tribes that may have existed and lived and thrived on Guatemala, the Casabo Indians, the Ashapu, the Stono, the Kiowa possibly, and many, many more that we're still trying to identify. I want to say the name Edith L. Friesen. And I, I'm going to stop there because then I might really cry. I want to just uplift those names because all of those names, all of those tribes hold so much importance. And when we're fighting for Wadmala, we have to hold what really matters um, very you know, near to our hearts. And what really matters is the community that has emerged from what these people, what these names have wrought. So I want to acknowledge all the, the black and indigenous, the Gullah Geechee, um, and those who just really have worked to create a community on Guadmala. Let's jump into it, girl. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So, again, just reintroduce yourself one more time for me. I'm Kelly Doyle. I'm a resident of Guadmala Island. Okay, Kelly. And how long have you been living on Guadmala? Just a year now. Okay. So, yeah. you're a newbie. Newbie. All right. But you, but you, I think, you know, I, you're on the show because you've proven to me that you have a grasp with this issue and that you care a yeah. lot about Guadmala. Yeah. And um, um, I do want to center the voices of people of color typically. Absolutely. But let me ask you why was it important for you to reach out to me initially? Yeah. So, my husband and I. We love Wadmala for what it is. We don't want it to change. We don't want it to be another John's Island that's mm-hmm. been developed. Um, we, you know, it's a place that has diversity too, and there's not a lot of that on John's Island anymore. Mm-hmm. People have been pushed out yeah. of these historic areas, and you know, Wadmala is special because that hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got involved because precisely that so we emailed you not Mm. necessarily to foist more labor and activism on you but to say hey this is something that we care about and we want to know if we can have a conversation about this and also not centering whiteness in the conversation Um, so I am white my husband is Asian American Um, bringing in the historic African-American voices not only of the history of the island but the Mm -hmm. people who still currently live there now Um, and saying we don't want to center ourselves in this conversation we want to find ways to bring the African-American population of Wadmala to the forefront and if we need to back out let's do it and if our views of what should happen with what's going on with this potential rezoning Mm -hmm. if our opinions are in conflict Mm -hmm. with the african-american opinions maybe we should reevaluate what we're thinking too right because i think a a lot of times and this is not about pitting any community members against each other it's about acknowledging that who gets lost in the in in the fight sometimes yeah and that um wadmala for me growing up and i grew up i'm for those who don't know i'm 38 years old so i was born 1980 so when i would come and visit visit in the 80s I remember my first, earliest member of uh, my earliest memory of Wadmala was back where my um uh Dun- like on Dunwell my my granddaddy's house and um I remember sitting on his knee and I remember that because he had a artificial leg and I was scared that I would hurt him but I re- I remember like I remember just um it was so rural back then um pre Hugo even and it was black like very black mm-hmm. um of course they were like Rockville and, sure. and white neighbors but it was it was very black and so it's changed a lot right. since the 80s but what I've loved about the people who have come like yourself you all really care about Wadmala and you want to keep it rural yep. like I do exactly right so even with the changes because this was mentioned at the community meeting that you and I attended mm-hmm. on um what was that Wednesday or Tuesday Tuesday 
believe. Um, you, yeah, it was Tuesday. Uh, I heard it mentioned that, um, you know, we know changes are going to occur. We just want sure. them to be thoughtful. And, and we want to have a say in them. Yeah. And not just we, me, yeah. us, yeah. Have, have a say in That's, what's going to happen. Right. Um, and there are, you know, land right. use. Yeah. Things in place specifically for Wadmala, yeah. like the Wadmala plan, right. um, that help to protect that right. and seeing that that's upheld. And what's the committee that I'm speaking of? I just jumped into that without explaining the committee. Um, it is the Wadmala Island Land Planning Committee, oh. I believe. Right, it is. <laughs> and because the website is W, I'm going to pull it up. Yeah. W, I have it right. W-I-L-P-C. Yes, W-I-L-P-C dot yep. O-R-G. Yep. Right. And that's been that and the newsletter has been my go-to source for knowing what's going on. Um, I'm always running somewhere. If I'm not in the state, I'm just running. But this has been my like, this is it. I, I learned so much about what's going on, what's for sale, what's going. And that's how I, we came across this Bolt issue. The Bolt, the Bolt Family Farms, is it? And I think we should push back yeah. against calling it a farm. Yeah, I, I want to push it back on a lot of things. Luxury <laughs> resort I, I, that they're calling yeah. a farm. And who posted the video? Shout out to our, our online Facebook community. Yep. The Facebook group that specifically um, houses uh, Wadmala and some Johns Island history and, and, and news and information. Someone, I don't know if it was Augie, but somebody reposted a video um, that advertised this farm. But let's back yeah. up. So what's going on in Wadmala? Why are you and I and a lot of us engaged in this so-called fight? How can you characterize it? Oh yeah. Um, so a couple has come in, mm-hmm. and I think they've bought. I don't. I don't want to misrepresent it, but I think it's thirty acres. Thirty, thirty-four on mm-hmm. Wanmala, mm-hmm. and they've built luxury tree, tree houses, houses to rent on Airbnb. They're super hosts on Airbnb. Oh. They've sat down and had conversations with the CEO of Airbnb. So wow. it is a big operation. Their tree houses have been featured on Southern Charm, the reality show based in Charleston. There's that. been spreads about them in bridal magazines and Southern Living style type magazines. So they're bringing a lot of um, exposure to Wadmala that I don't think we actually want, but mm-hmm. that's not necessarily the issue. So currently their property is zoned AG15. It's an agricultural zoning. And they want to change it to a PD, a planned development. And that would allow them to circumvent the short-term rental laws in Charleston Mm -hmm. County to rent over 72 nights a year, but also would open the floodgates to other planned developments on Wadmala. So if you grant an exception for this eco-resort, eco-luxury resort, who's to say then if you own 200 200 acres on Wadmala, you couldn't also get an exemption to build cul-de-sacs and mini mansions and all of those things. Okay. So what I'm going to do now is gonna, I'm going to play a clip from, um, uh, we have two news clips I'm, I'm queuing up. The first one's going to be Live 5 News. This one um, speaks to some other residents, some folks that I did see at the, the latest hearing um, on Wadmala Island. I'm going to play this clip and hold on, let me just get this queued up. Again, for those listening, this is uh, 96.3. FM on radio. This is your non-commercial, uh, uh, non-profit, non-profit radio station broadcasting live from workshop here at 1503 King Street. And I'm here with my guest, Kelly Doyle. Kelly Doyle here talking about our fight to keep Wadmala rural. All right, Kelly, just guard, guard your, ear, your ears. I'm going to play. I don't know how loud it is. It might not be loud. But here's a clip from Live 5 News about the issue. Hold on. I have Wi-Fi woes every week. Mm-hmm. I'm just. This is just. 
I don't even. It's I'm, been down a lot in Charleston. Too. It's not. You know what? I'm waiting for us to get like some high fiber. Speed, yeah. Yeah. Like underground in Charlotte have it. Hold on. Here we go. Refresh. I'd rather keep Rodmiller rural than yeah. get internet, though. I will do that. Okay, here we An go. An online petition to stop the expansion of luxury rental homes on Wadmala Island has more than 2,200 signatures. The builder wants seven homes to be used for short-term rentals, which would require a change in zoning. As Alexis Simmons found out, that's making people who live on the island worried about what this could mean for their community. My mother bought this place for me in 1971. And then she moved here almost immediately. 92-year-old Wally Johnson loves the place he built here on Wadmala Island, and he doesn't want it to change. Building the houses, building the shop, cutting down trees, whatever. I built the dock. Johnson, his daughter Chris Schmitz, and others on the island want Charleston County to deny zoning changes that would allow Bolt Farms Treehouse, an eco-friendly rental property retreat, to have eight short-term rental homes on Maybank Highway. Right now, the business has four homes behind this locked fence. The county says under current zoning, two of the homes can be used for short-term rentals for a total max of 72 days per year. We can live with that, but if we allow them to rezone, it's just going to open a big can of worms for anybody else who wants to come here. The business is requesting to have eight homes where seven could be rented. They'd also like to remove the requirement that one of the homes must be their primary residence and are requesting 25 special events per year instead of the current five that's allotted. All we want is Charleston County to continue to maintain the laws and the rules on Wadmala Island. According okay. to the website. I'm going to I'm going to stop it there. It's just about 30 seconds left on that clip. Girl, Kelly. Mm -hmm. You know what really struck me about that clip when I listened to it yesterday was that um, and you weren't here for when the tea farm did this, like, I think annual concert. About oh, the first flush. Yes. Yeah. Did you hear about this? Yeah. And all the traffic that it oh caused. Oh, my And they big Lord. bands, like the Avent Brothers, right. like big bands. This was huge. Cheryl Crow was there. The last time it yes. was there, Cheryl Crow was there. And I mean, when I tell you the dishes in my house was rattling, because I live not too far from the, the, the tea plantation, but I don't live that close to it. But right. I mean... Cheryl Crow was like in my bedroom. It was, but I remember more more than just the noise because that's I, I can actually live with that, right? Mm -hmm. It was the traffic. Yeah. So if this couple is trying to have twenty five a year, mm -hmm. imagine yeah. the camera crews. Imagine like you said, um, you know they've been on reality television. Yeah. And we know there's a lot of filming going on throughout Charleston. Yeah. Just to invite all of that to our little two lane highway. Yeah. Ugh, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. What what else did I, I shout out to Wally Johnson, ninety two years old. That's these are the type of people I wanna lift up. Like those who and he's Caucasian, just for those who can't watch the clip. And that's exactly what we're talking about. This is the community I'm talking about. It's not monolithic. I just want us to make sure that we're comprehensive and that we we include everyone and that we have a fair and accurate depiction of who is invested in this fight and Wally Johnson 92 years old mm -hmm. and um, I think he and his daughter both expressed thoughts that I completely agree with I, I don't mind um, 72 nights uh, I'm, yeah and I think that at the meeting that we were at on Tuesday yeah. night that came through yeah, if you want to be a good community members yeah. and you want to do 72 nights a year, that's not going to add to our traffic. That's mm -mm. not going to add to too much. No. Um, but pushing beyond to try to change a historic law to protect Wadmill is a different issue entirely. Right. Can you do me a favor? I know you mentioned before the show started that your um, your your partner, Augie, yep. he wrote an 
what you can go ahead and characterize so it. my husband Augie Kim he wrote an open letter to the Bolts and it is available on he sent it to them personally and he also put it on our community Facebook group okay. um, and I could read a little snippet of that um, that I think is relevant for the conversation we're having okay um, so I'm gonna go ahead and read this verbatim thank you I know you've met many of the prominent members of the island for whom this would not be that big of a deal, but I would again implore you to think of the lower income residents of the community who are struggling to make a living and whom this would hit the hardest. One of the reasons that Wadmala Island is such a special case is that it is home to a historic African American community that can trace its lineage back to the Gullah Geechee, escaped enslaved peoples, and the freed men and freed women. Today, Wadmala Island has the highest percentage and proportion of African-American homeowners and property owners in Charleston County and is one of the last of the undeveloped sea islands. Wow. Thank you so much. And I know the letter is much longer and rightfully so. I think, you know, we can't talk enough about Wadham Law, but I, I appreciate him holding space again for, for the people who, who came before some of the newer faces on Wadham Law. And I love the enthusiasm. And I love that people are falling in love with Wadham Law. Um, I'm not too much in love with some of the, like, um, you know, liberties they're taking with the name and stuff like that. I'm like, don't call it the Wad. That's my personal opinion. Like, let's keep the indigenous indigenous name intact. You can call it whatever you want. But um, I think Augie did a great job holding space for um, for for us and making sure that everyone is represented. It's a fully in its representative, right. representative yeah. conversation. So tell me what's going on with you and your household in terms of like how you all have engaged. Open letter is one way. How else have you been engaging with this issue? So we've also been thinking politically. Mm-hmm. Who are our representatives? Who can we talk to? Um, and, you know, we did find out that Wadmala is a split district. Wow. Between Joe Cunningham and Clyburn. Um, right down the center, basically. Right. And I think so, I learned this during the last elec- election cycle. Um, I've worked for um, the elections in various ways, but I was surprised to see how, of, of course, we know gerrymandering is real. It's mm-hmm. not a partisan issue. Both parties do it. Yep. Just like, let's get over it. But it is split. My father actually brought this to my attention recently. So, folks, so we're we're not, so we're experiencing a lot of changes on Wamala, and this is just one more, I guess, yeah. Version. So I think the things that we have been talking about are that that politics. Wadmala is small. It's about 3,000 residents. And if you're splitting that in half, it's really hard to get either political representative mm. to have a dog in that fight or right. to want to be involved. Right. Um, and also talking about that's great if this if this request for a change to zoning go doesn't go through and we won right. it's not the end right. that this is an ongoing thing because Wadmala is so beautiful so untouched so coveted so coveted mm. and now there's all of these influencers and lots of attention to Wadmala because of this couple and their eco resort right. um that this is going to continue to happen and what type of strategic steps can we take mm. to right. keep this effort and momentum going into the years that we have all to right. keep fighting this and I want to I want to keep um, I want to be mindful of what what we were as a collective um, the um, the energy around I know it got cont- now I wasn't I didn't see this I wasn't privy but it looks like things got a little contentious on social media as as that as uh, they do they do um, so I want to make sure that we you know and we've been doing this off air too like keep the level of discourse at the proper height but I do want you to try to help me characterize who the bolts are exactly sure yeah and, and we want to be fair to them as well but yep. um I want you to tell me what what you what you've learned so much about them okay. so far um so 
the husband, Seth Bolt, is mm. in a Christian rock band, Need to Breathe. They have a pretty big following. You know, oh, really? Yep. Mm. Um, I really didn't know this. <laughs> his wife, Tori Bolt, I believe, is a newscaster or was a newscaster. Some, some work in journalism, journalism um, like local news mm. type stuff. Um, they built their first luxury eco resort in Walhalla, South Carolina, in the upstate. Mm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I've never been there. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is their second venture to expand that super host eco resort in the upstate. So to they Walhalla. they already have an Airbnb presence in other areas of South Carolina. Correct. And they're he's part of a Christian rock band. Correct. Okay. All right, I'm seeing some ties between Christianity and colonialism, but I'm not going to go there right now. That's not that show. (laughs) All right, so, yes, but how did they kind of come to us? Because I remember when he made his introduction, at least online, Mm -hmm. how was he, well, how did he represent himself in Europe from what you saw? Someone who, you know, wants to be a member, someone Mm -hmm. who wants to be a member of our community, Mm -hmm. um, who really wants to be involved in living permanently on Wadmala, Mm -hmm. that this was not, underlying capital letters, not Mm -hmm. a rental situation, not a capital making money earning situation. So he explicitly said that this was, he was here to build for personal use. For family, for expansion of family. His parents were getting older, a place for them to stay, and a place for his band, who's based in South Carolina, Mm -hmm. to come together, like an artist retreat, to write songs, to jam out, um, a place to reconnect and relax after going on tour Mm. something diametrically opposed to Mm. what we may be seeing that has led to a change and ask for a change in zoning for the property so okay so he he came in and and saying and representing himself one way but then we quickly learned he started to submit the proper i guess documentation and requests to change the zoning rules correct and yes and Mm. there are some and, and I will shout out the um, Juan Mill Island Land Planning Committee because yeah. they did a really great job really good. dialing this timeline down very his, straightforwardly. I think his name was Mike Hogan. I hope I didn't say his name wrong. I don't know if he wants his name on there, but he was amazing. Um, I mean, Mike I Mike Regan. Oh, Regan. I have I'm it so, in my notes. Thank you. Because I was too far in the back coming late. Um, and it was jam-packed in there. Mm-hmm. I had to park down the street. It was full, full, full. Yeah, Katie, I had to park down the street, Katie Hill Road. Um, but uh, Mr. Regan was so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, bam, 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 just the timeline of when the story started to change. Yep. So we saw, uh, so from those who weren't there, we did see how he came, the, the Bolt family came in saying, hey, we're just these artists. And we, and I believe he also introduced his um, ethnic identity. I, I don't even know why that was pertinent. I know I spoke about I spoke about community and, 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 and identity because it pertains to who, you know, inhabited and built Wadmala. But um, in this case, it seemed a little icky, like he was trying to say that, hey, I'm I'm indigenous. And I want to be fair to him, but that's how I took it. You know, he yep. kept mentioning his his makeup. And, and his, yeah. did he mention it at the meeting or has he mentioned it online? He mentioned it online. Remember. Okay, yeah, online. He mentioned it. And I'm yep. not. Yeah. And, and I think that's fair because he did introduce that. Hey, we're native or we're indigenous. African American. Um, Native American heritage. Heritage, right. Um, uh, so that was interesting that he would introduce it, I think, because of Wadmala. And we know that the name itself, and the, like I mentioned at the onset, you know that there's a lot of indigenous um, history here. So, yeah, okay. So then we saw the different, um, the, some of the different paperwork being filed and whatnot. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play that second clip. I'm going to cue it up first. Um, for, again, for those listening, this is Miked Up on Ohm. I'm your host, Mika Gadsden. Uh, I'm here with guest Kelly Doyle, and we're discussing the, the current fight 
um, that we're, I guess I'm engaged in. And I like characterizing it as a fight because I think it's important. Um, we're fighting to keep Wadmala rural and to stave off this new rezoning effort by two uh, local um, new, uh, new newcomers here um, who um, have an interest in rezoning for commercial use. I'm going to turn up. Okay, I think we got, yeah, I'm going to play another clip. This one is from um, News 2. Um, and I'm going to actually play this entire clip. I'm going to turn our mics off. Okay, Kelly? Okay. All right. Wadmala Island fighting to protect it from development. News 2's Taylor Murray spoke with... Wait, hold up. <laughs> I'm going to see what happened here. People living on Wadmala Island fighting to protect it from development. News News Taylor Murray spoke with people who live there who are concerned over a potential planned development that would allow short-term rentals and special events to be held at a farm off Maybank Highway. This entire island has a fragile ecosystem. Wadmala is a place that locals tell me they want to see preserved and protected, but some feel it's being threatened by a property that wants to be rezoned to a planned development. To me, it could be my own daughter doing this development, and I would oppose it. Um, we're running the risk of, of setting a precedent for all unincorporated parts of Charleston County, not just Wadmala Island. The property they're concerned about is the Bolt Farm. The 30-acre tract of land is currently zoned as an agricultural preservation, but the owners are requesting for Charleston County to rezone it to build short-term rentals and host special events. We believe we've created an inspiring environment where people can come to reconnect with nature, reconnect with their family, and reconnect with their purpose. Currently, four houses sit on the property, two of which are short-term rentals for 72 days a year. The new zoning, if approved, would allow eight houses on the property, seven of which could be short-term rentals for 365 days a year. And 25 special events would be allowed on the farm with food, music, and staff. The locals I spoke to say the island's infrastructure cannot support this. We don't have our own police force on this island. We share with the Sheriff's Department of all of Charleston County. And again, it's never been that we needed constant police presence because the island was small. This will take away the small factor for sure. So yes, it would change everything. And they want to see the island's land that is zoned as agricultural preservation protected and not commercialized. I'm not personally against Airbnb for supplemental income or even for primary income in places where it's appropriate. Uh, but I don't feel that Wadmala is the appropriate place for it. More than a thousand names have signed an online petition asking Charleston County not to rezone the land for more development. But the owners say they're eager to share the property they love with others. We love and respect Wadmala. I was born and raised in South Carolina. Uh, we want to start a family here and we want to be the next generation who protects and preserves the unique and cherished character of this island. For those wanting to weigh in on this, Charleston County officials say that there will be a public hearing on October 8th at 6 o'clock at Charleston County Council. I'm Taylor Murray reporting Count On 2. Okay, um, I want to shout out both women who did excellent reporting. Um, the first clip from Live 5 News was Alexis Simmons, but I, I love me some Taylor Murray. Um, she's actually covered the um, the fight to preserve um, the Gadsden Creek here, the last tidal creek on the peninsula that's um, back in the area called uh, known as Back to Green, which is another historically black neighborhood. Um, and, you know, if we save the creek, we save that area for now, from a lot of overdevelopment, it's, it's a, a situation that's almost it's somewhat parallel to um, 
what's going on on Wadmala, but not really is really different. But both instances are marginalized communities being um, bulldozed by people who just have um, uh, an incentive to just make money. Um, and so shout out to Taylor Murray for care, co- covering that story so well and speaking to the Bolts directly, which was important. Um, so you got to hear that that last bit they sound so charismatic this is where i'm just going to lean in this is my show so i'm gonna i'm gonna express opinions them that kelly i would not advise kelly to do um again i will be fair to the bolts but i will just say this from what i gleaned both a year ago and then being caught up um due to, uh, got, being caught up by the committee on one law the land planning committee um the, you know this couple has has proven to be just um very just lacking in, in character and credibility um i know that they like to lean on like I, to me they're blatantly exploiting their identity um as christians and as people of color at, at some extent i believe even his wife has been referenced to have brazilian roots which has not no bearing on this conversation um you know if they say they care about the community if they say they care about not changing things then why would they be so aggressive in pursuing something that would have a huge impact on not just um us in our comfort but on the um the environment the you know the land um the rules are in place of not just protect us um from too much growth they're they're in place to protect nature and um i find it very offensive i'm very um angry at this couple for trying to come in and it's, it's almost a charm offensive that they've launched um and they were very savvy to do that when they first came out they were very savvy to just hit all the right notes they um kelly they came to the meet the committee meeting this week they did. and they I, and i this is again my point of view i don't think that they should have been given the floor um, because of their um, uh, inability to tell the truth, um, but they were able to read a letter, and it was complete with uh, it to me was highly performative. This is not me calling names. This is just how I characterize it, and I think it's fair to do that. Um, yeah, I, I felt it was highly performative. Um, he had even positioned his wife to be someone that he wanted to spare from from insults, as if we were there to, to stone them or something. You know, she's a she's a big girl. Don't remove her agency. She's a grown up. She's I'm sure her name is somewhere on the same, on the paperwork as well. Um, so no, you can't. Your wife can't sit this out. If she's gonna be enough to benefit and sit next to you in these news clips, then she can also take the criticism as long as it's fair criticism. Um, so I'm, as a person. Who's like I mentioned at the beginning of the show? Whose great 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 grandparents and and family um, is buried on Wadmala? I can only trace my my family back so far because we know the institution of slavery didn't allow for blacks to be identified always fully. But through the census record, I saw that my my great grandfather Enoch Gazden was listed as Negro was listed as African. So what that showed me because the subsequent uh, documentation would show my family. Um, documented as um, as Negro or something like that, which showed me is that I come from descendants. I am directly descendants of the enslaved. And for this family to come here and to bastardize the culture and to try to run roughshod and try to and almost act like we were just some sleepy, you know, inept, you know, just just people who were incapable of understanding what was going on. I I am highly insulted, and I I want to also not spend too much time on them. I want to now make a turn and say thank you so much to the planning committee, to you, Kelly Augie, who reached out to me, who knew I had this platform that I used um, to just um, highlight stories just like this. Um, uh, shout out to April, um, who was featured in that clip. I, I was really moved by her comments. April Kemp, um, for her comments. 
um, regarding how she wants to keep the, the island the way it is. And all other compassionate and, and impassioned citizens of Wadmala, thank you all so much for stepping up and always being on the forefront of helping keeping the island clean. That's how you show respect. The cleanup crew, the newsletter, the website, all of the information is always updated. Um, I love how the meeting was conducted. I know everyone was angry. I know, Well, I know some people were angry and upset and scared and afraid, but it felt like it was very productive and emotions didn't give way. Um, we, we were able to be organized and I look forward to Kelly, when is, when is the, the hearing that we need to go to? When is this? The hearing is next Tuesday, October 8th at 6 p.m. at right. the Charleston County Council in North Charleston. Okay. I would also like to say mm-hmm. that today at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. is the cutoff to send an email okay. to the council members okay. to voice your opinion, whether you oppose or okay. think that this sh- exemption, ex- exception yeah. should be allowed. Right. Okay. And that's good to know. And I'm going to shoot off an email. I think I already shot, shot off an email, but I, I will again. Um, also, what I would like to encourage people, I did this yesterday. Um, I just went to the public. I'm always in the public library. That's why I'm I'm single because I'd rather be with books than with boys. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> well, I know why. Um, so I was in the library, and I go to the, um, the SE History Room. That's the best room. I can't check anything out of there because it's a reference section. However, it's the best place for you to find out any and everything about South Carolina and about specifically Charleston, Dorchester, Berkeley, all these counties that used to kind of all be kind of commingled. And so I, I looked up. I wanted to know more about Wadmala, which is really tough, right? It's really tough. And I will say that I work for a national uh, (laughs) cultural heritage organization. Mm. And I have access to a lot of privileged information that's not out there or that is paywalled. And I cannot find a lot of information about Wadmill in my searchings. And I can't even find the etymology of the name. Of the name. Like, you know, what tribe? Because it sounds indigenous to me. I don't know. But maybe it was phonetic. Maybe just something that I don't know. But even me, and I'm not, I'm I'm pretty savvy around the library card now. I I can get in there and find, and I couldn't find anything. I'm going to invite Nick Butler on. Because I think he he knows where to look and he probably has a wealth of information. So if Nick Butler's listening, please. This is a call to action. Please, Nick. <laughs> I'm a fan, even though I might like leave a comment or two on your I'm a big fan of Nick Butler. Um, but, yeah, one of the books that I did find, because I found um, I found the, the one fame book. What is it? Um, ah, I took pictures and now I'm using my phone to, to broadcast, so I can't. Let me um, look it up real quick. But there was a um, there was a picture book, a picture slash hymnal book that featured um, that featured Wadmala like hymns and stuff like that. Wadmala Island. I'm googling right now as, as I'm talking. Wadmala Island. I'm gonna put yeah. And um, there was a book. Oh, oh, there's a bunch of books. So um, there was one that was like the one you find at Barnes and Noble that's about like every little town in, in South Carolina. That one wasn't good. That one wasn't good at all. It didn't even feature pictures from Wadden Law. Um, I also found um, I used the the libraries. Uh, well, the digital library, the digital archive. Um, that was interesting. I got to listen to Septima Clark, uh, Septima Clark rather, um, got to hear her just in the archives, just talk about life on John's Island and Wadmala. Um, I listened to that about 30 minutes, but the best book, let me stop telling you what books I didn't like. The best book I found, um, about Wadmala was written by Alan Mitchell. 
Um, and this book is actually in my house. It's been in my house since probably it was published in 1996 here. Um, Alan Mitchell was um, a, a Wadmala native. He uh, identifies himself as Gullah Geechee. From what, I, what my mom told me last night, he has since passed on about five years ago. Um, but he signed this copy of his book. His book is called Wadmala Island. Leaving tradition roots behind, traditional roots behind, um, and then also um, there's some subtext that says, "Learn how to speak Gullah, <laughs> uh, read about the only tea plantation in America, because Guatemala is home to the only tea that's grown in in America, right? The only tea yeah, that's grown on American yeah. soil. Um, I hate plantations. I hate that name and what that denotes, but um, but it definitely is something to go and see and visit and learn more about. But Alan um, Mitchell, I believe this book, this slim volume. Um, published by um, Boarhog Tree Press in Roslyn, Pennsylvania. This book is the most comprehensive um, history book on Wadmala. It even um, it starts out and it talks about the indigenous tribes. That's where I got those names that I read earlier. Um, it talks about the uh, the Gullah Geechee culture. It talks about the plantation, how how it was to to live and work on plantations. It talks about religion, um, island island characters. It references the migrant workers who we often forget. When I moved here initially in the late '90s from New Jersey. As a young as a young girl, I remember the migrant houses, which are still there off Liberia Road. But, um, yeah, we had uh, tons of Mexican workers um, come and, you know, pick produce, if not on Wadmala, somewhere adjacent, maybe on Johns Island. And that's where they were housed. And um, I even included their stories, which is in the digital archive at the library and at the College of Charleston. But the migrant workers who lived here. So Alan Mitchell's book is amazing. I'm going to read the back of the book. So it gives you all um, an idea of what's inside. It says, um, this is the first book written about Wadmala Island, South Carolina, from a Gullah perspective. The work provides fascinating details and historical facts extracted from dusty church records to old tombstones. The author focuses upon the African, Indian, and European sociological, uh, oh, excuse me, um, <laughs> so, sociology, excuse me, of more than 300 years on sea island, on the sea island of Wadmala Island uh, that ev- that evolved into um, what we call Gullah. Gullah is a blend of African and European languages that became the vehicle to extend the culture to future generations. Remnants of the once rich Gullah culture are still scattered all over Wadmala. The antebellum mansions, religious institutions, monuments can still be seen, and especially the Gullah language remains as reminders of a time that plantation masters grew rich on the labor of African slaves and ended with brothers killing brothers in the Civil War. A dynamic era in history was created that should not be forgotten. The Gullah culture is a unique bit of American history that must remain in our archive forever. Um, and he got a shout out from an Irene West Smith, a Sea Island researcher who was quoted as calling this piece uh, or calling this book a masterful work of research. And when I tell you his research is thorough, it is thorough. Again, the name of the book is Wadmala Island, Leaving Traditional Roots Behind. Um, and it includes a lot of Gullah phrases, a little Gullah glossary in there. But what I find to be very, very important, um, and I'm going to show Kelly, just hold it up like I'm like I'm reading to her. But just like all of the, the, the public records that he was able to uncover, um, like I just read, uh, church records and just government filings, some newspaper references. He talks about plantation owners. He talks about rituals. He, there's songs in here. 
um, he did his due diligence. And like I asked my mom, is he still around? She said, no, he passed away around five years ago. And she can she recalls where his house was. And it was a really nice house on Wadmala. He had he joined the, the service Alan Mitchell did at some point in his life. So he had left the area, but returned and always was connected to Wadmala. So I'm sad that he's no longer with us, but I'm happy that he wrote this book. And um, they told me to make sure I bring it back. It is a signed copy. So you know, I would definitely return his home. But this book is something you want to, if it's in print or if you can find it at a local library, please make sure you pick up his book because it's the only book I found from the, the Gullah Geechee perspective. And it's important. And he includes the indigenous and the, um, the migrant workers perspective as well, which is also important. For those listening, this is Miked Up on Ohm. I'm Mika Gadsden, your host. We're broadcasting live from Workshop here at 1503 King Street. This is the Ohm Radio Studios. And I'm here with my guest, Kelly Doyle. She's been quiet because I've been yammering, but it's all good. Um, We're talking about our fight to keep Wadmala Island rural and to stave off commercial rezoning, uh, an effort launched by a family a uh, married couple by the name of the, uh, I guess, Seth and what, Bolt? Was Tori. Seth and Tori Bolt. Um, straight out of Central Casting. That's my commentary. Um, my views are not, do not, do not, my views are not those of the Wamala Island Land Planning Committee or anything like that. Um, but yeah, they're, they're interesting, um, a couple that are really, um, projecting an image of just, christian values but yet they're really trying to do something to the island that we don't want the community has spoken kelly what do you feel about our chances in terms of um fighting this off you know i wasn't sure before that meeting on tuesday i felt very supported by the wadmala island land planning committee and the local volunteer residents that are on that committee um they have you know they're the experts at this they're Mm. the experts on zoning they've done this before so i did feel very um, hopeful by the things that they were saying and that they had a lock on what was going down. And they did say officially that they oppose this rezoning. Which was great. Someone asked that specifically. What's your stance on this? I'm glad there was no wavering on that. They they all are unanimous that they oppose this change. Right. So that was reassuring too because I think sometimes when we, especially in this political climate, um, and this is not a partisan issue, which is great, right? I love this. I hate partisan in politics i think people people see my politics and they make some assumptions i hate partisan politics and to see how our community because i know people have different point of views but to see how we all galvanized behind this was like really reassuring for me like i said when i moved back here about five years ago i just was taken aback by the efforts to keep the island clean to keep it you know keep it organized to keep people in um abreast on what's going on on property that's being sold there's also another um issue is is a zoning issue for like a sand mine a sand mine you have any idea i didn't even dig into that (laughs) i'm not kept up but but to what you were saying to add like an anecdotal layer on top of that this was our first hurricane season on wanmala oh and i will say you know as people couldn't leave the island i was really touched and Mm. surprised and like i made the right choice that these are my people Mm. um when Electrical lines were down, trees were down. Mm -hmm. There were groups of Wadmala residents, black, white, Mm -hmm. helping with their big Mm -hmm. trucks, helping to clear roads, because we are a last priority, really, to come bring power back, to come clear the roads. And 
that was my first time really seeing mm-hmm. the community come together for oh. the island specifically. And it, it put me in my feels for sure. <laughs> we had neighbors come say, oh. we know a tree fell on your fence. We brought our chainsaw. We know you don't have one. Do you know how to use a chainsaw? Are you serious? And that, I'm about to cry. A, that's a big deal. And we felt, you know, this we is- made the right choice and. I'm telling we you. We got really involved in this after that, too. Right. See? And that's, and that's what we want more of that. And, like, I'm going to tell you straight up. Like, where I live at, I live more toward the um, the tea plantation just past it on your way to Rockville. And m- there was a neighbor across the street from us. And a big, we can't see it, but there was a big tree that fell. And to just see my dad and a bunch of men just go over there yep. and help him chop, like, you, like, chop it up. Yeah. And then, like you, like you said, like, the county didn't come for a, um, over a week, I would say, maybe two. I don't know when they came and picked up all those branches. That It pe- was a while. It was a while. And that's cool, um, kind of. If that's what we have to pay to yeah. say who we are. Yeah. That's a small. And be, because we are rural, a lot of people have the equipment. Like, I know my next purchase vehicle-wise, I might have to get a truck like mm-hmm. i just know that that's part of living on one is having something that can help at least, at least something bigger than my ultima maybe and we don't yeah. have trash pickup so yeah. driving your trash to the dump that having part. a truck i mean it is rural that right. way and i don't think people think we don't have trash pickup my, my dad um i think um and two when i went into the meeting on on tuesday um you know um and, and it's not surprising it was predominantly white and so like at first some people might say well oh this is bad and then i will say this Huh. It's, it's an indicator of something. It, it shows you that black folk on Wadmala, um, we organize a little different. We commune a little different, and we're more civically engaged, but it's in the church. It's almost exclusively in the church. If if all those reverends would have came out and said, hey, we got to go to this meeting, we they would have been there. Um, and that, But what I'm trying to say is that black folk are engaged. And so what you're seeing, I'm seeing too, but just from a different lens more. Um, I don't know why I brought that up for a reason, not to just bring it up, just to say that. But um, but I think I think people don't understand how tight knit folks are, and if you go to any church, you'll see it. You'll see it every Sunday. And um, the the thing is, when I I want to also, you don't know this story, um, but you, if you Google it, you may maybe you've come across it because I know you like research. But like when I first moved here, there was one other attempt for Wadden Law, which was the water attempt. So um, someone ran, t- and this is the thing, even with the bolts, we know that there's some sort of other influence behind them. There's no way, I don't think, unless they, I don't know. I don't know them. They're like their business like that. But it costs a lot of money to do what they're doing. It costs a lot of money for them to fight this long. And if they want to try to wait us out, that takes a huge investment. So it's my and I asked this at the meeting, and we don't want to, I'm not going to say anything explicit, but feel like there's something behind the bolts. Like, they can't just be doing this by themselves. So, um, a few years ago, it made the front news of the post-occurrier, Wadmala Island, third world conditions. I'm like, wait, what? First of all, that's very degrading to folks in different um, areas of the planet. Um, very degrading um, to, to, to liken Wadmala to something like that. But basically what happened was, some outside influence got to this one woman who's um, cause we're, we don't have city water. Her septic tank was too close to her, um, her water well. And so there was some E. Coli that traveled into her water supply. And so um, I believe D and some other authorities came out and found that. And, whomever came and capitalized off that story to paint it. This is how they do. They use the press as a PR offensive. 
to come in and say, hey, Wadman Law is third world conditions. All the wells are just contaminated with feces. And it was just so de- demeaning and, and such so disrespectful to black folk to because the way they, they really put this poor black woman as the face of like, you know, like one of those really bad ads um, featuring like, you know, people from the African continent. But like, um, so that was one attempt. And we found out that um, they co-opted a local preacher. I won't say who. And even had that preacher lead his community to think that, oh, no, you need well water. We need well water. I mean, we need city water. We need them to have, we need the convenience of what Johns Island has. And we know that if city water comes, that's it. It's a wrap. Um, And we were able to fight back then. I showed up for that meeting, that hearing with my neighbor, Henry. um, And we packed it out a little bit. Um, but this seems like just another attempt of some people coming in. We know there's money behind a lot of these efforts. They're not just couples and families coming to possibly try to take um, the land. We know that there's possibly some other commercial interests who've been dying to get on Wadmala. This is the final frontier, right? Like, yeah, this mean, is it. It doesn't take a savvy business person to look mm-hmm. at Wadmala and see mm-hmm. that it's not developed. Charleston's booming. 24 people yeah. move to char- the Charleston area a day. Yeah, I think it's higher than that, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm not t- not to contradict no, you. No, no, but no. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it, it is a high yeah. number yeah. in in right. contrast to how big the Charleston area right. is. Right. So it doesn't take a super savvy person who understands business like I don't right. to to look at Wadmala and say if we could develop this, we could make a lot of money. Right, and so um, it's it's worth fighting for. So uh, I really do hope people um, really engage in this fight. What I'm going to do now, I'm just going to give a little break so I can. Um, I guess I'm going to just tell, I want you, you can chill, but I'm just going to get you off mic. But I'm going to, let me see. This is mic'd up on OM, guys. I'm Mika Gadsden. Um, we're talking about our fight to keep Wadmala Island rural. Um, and, yeah, I'm just going to play a quick song that is, hopefully I can play it because yeah, everything's crazy. But play a quick song, take a little break so me and Kelly can regroup and figure out, you know, what we're going to talk about. Oh, here we go. Who you with? Who you crew? Who you clear? Who you fan? Who you sick? Who you gay? Who you real? Come off, come off, that my child. That my crew, that my clear. That my fan, that my sick. That my gang, that my red. Come off, come off, that my child. Yeah. Hey, that my child, yeah, hey, that my child, yeah, yeah, that my child, yeah, hey, feel like one of the crew, feel like one of the crew, ain't got nothing to do, ain't got nothing to do, feel like super glue, feel like one of the crew, and I'm running with you, we got money to move. Pride in the trash bin, too much ego in the captions. Don't get swept up like a Tesla, you ain't really need the gassing. Hate to see my n- clashing, hate to plot, love the casting. Tryin' catch a n- lacking, bet the tribe will outlast them. Ain't n- got an accent, and the funky way of dancing. And we get to what I passion, and they still afraid of black skin. Tryin' split a fraction, small money for the trapping. Stadiums full of vibranium in the land of the black skin. And it's time that we cashing, feel the hunger like I'm fasting. Let's think more action, I'm so much tapping. Black star line of captain, Babylonian assassin. Fake woke, napping, tuck him in like a napkin. That my child, that my crew, that my clique, that my fam, that my sis, 
That my gang, that my bread. Come on, come on, that my try. Yeah, yeah, that my try. Yeah. Travel wide, travel wide. That should be my battle cry. That should be my alibi now. Yeah. Travel wide, travel wide. I and I, by and by, that my tie. They trying to conquer all the tribes. That's my song. That's my tribe. I wanted to play tribe because. Wamala is a tribe. <laughs> hey, this is Mika. This is Miked Up on Ohm. This is your commercial-free uh, community radio station, 96.3 FM on Radio Charleston. And I'm here with my guest, Kelly Doyle, and we're here discussing our fights to um, the fight we're currently engaged in as Wamala citizens to, ke- to keep Wadmala rural and to stave off any type of commercial rezoning efforts by a local family. So we wanted to do a graceful dismount and end with a call to action. So Kelly, I'm going to let you just go ahead and hit it. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. So And just talking to the mic as close as you can. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. <laughs> so if you are interested, if you have an opinion, if you have a feeling about this, you can email the Charleston County Council who's going to decide on this over the next few months and if you want their email addresses they are on wilpc.org and if you toggle to the zoning and land use tab all this information is there um send an email tell these folks who are going to decide what you think and why keep it short keep it sweet um and you don't have to live on Wadmala to send an email about what you think should be done. You can live anywhere in Charleston County. And if you want to come to the meeting and support, um, it is on next Tuesday, October 8th at 6 p.m. at the Car- Charleston County Council Chambers at 4045 Bridgeview Drive in North Charleston. And that is also on the website, wilpc.org. All right. And shout out to the WILPC yes. committee. Thank shout out to you. them again for holding this down and doing all this work for so long seriously seriously i remember when i first met i did one trash pickup i'm a slacker i need to get back out there um but i remember having conversations and just how committed folks are and like i said they communicate so well and they communicate all the pertinent information they keep the level of discourse just where it needs to be um we were less i'm this is an this is an emotional topic this is an emotional subject matter so um it's, it's not hard for emotions to kind of just run free and um i really appreciate how organized everyone is and um i learned a lot just from that one meeting and i'm, I'm going to just be as, as engaged as possible moving forward um i advocate a lot for things going on on the peninsula but i definitely need to be engaged in my own backyard i also want to circle back and just say you know when you when again when you if you want to engage in a fight if you want to if you want to really respect show respect please make sure you study the history of Wadmala Island and not just from a eurocentric lens make sure you discover and um research the entire history of Wadmala Island um also um i think it's important I'm going to say her name. I'll say a few names again. Um, Septima Clark and Esau Jenkins and Bernice Robinson and so, so many more. Even my, you know, these these people who actually did revolutionary work on Wadmala Island, they created and ran the citizenship schools when it was illegal for African-Americans to vote. Basically illegal, even though um, the Voting Rights Act, you know, was 
was not too far away, but basically the the literacy tests that uh, that we were subjected to, we being African Americans, um, you know, Septima Clark did something radical. She went off to Highlander because she was fired from Charleston County Schools because she would not quit the NAACP. She lost her certification. She lost her salary. She lost her retirement, y'all. So this is a woman of a certain age. She didn't get fired in the 20s. She got fired in the 40s. Went to Highlander Institute, learned how to organize, um, educated people like she educated Rosa Parks. She educated Martin Luther King uh, Jr. She educated some of these amazing people that we read about. And she taught them how to organize. And they then replicated September's work throughout the South. And basically what she did, her and Esau on Johns Island and Wadmalan, I posted about this on, on my Instagram page. I, I um, You know, she taught people who lived on these two islands um, because, you know, what happens to the Wamla can potentially impact what happens to John's Island, or even, you know, certain areas of John's Island that haven't been touched yet. Um, you know, what she did was she, she uh, empowered people to be able to take on the system and to find their own agency. And she did that by equipping folk with literacy. And um, I want us to tap into that story and that legacy, that tradition of radical um, community empowerment. Right now, um, Charleston is just the, the fastest gentrifying uh, city in uh, in America. And I lived in Jersey City. I've lived in, in near New York City. I've lived in Philadelphia. I would never think that Charleston would be the number one gentrifying city in America. So for the things that people love about this 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 place, I get it, the historical charm and all that. But um, it's bringing a lot of other type of attention. And I just want us to hold firm and hold firm to memories and traditions of of um, self-empowerment and organizing what what Wamala, what Wamala residents are doing right now in these meetings and these hearings and these cleanup efforts is directly related to the tradition of organizing that took place on this island um, years and years ago. So I want us to make sure that we hold those, um, those that, that work and those f- figures in our history, these, these semi-hidden figures, because not enough people know about Septima Clark. They don't know she's from Charleston. They don't know how radical she is. They didn't know how she impacted and, and empowered communities all throughout the South. We need to say her name and remember her legacy and fight like Septima, fight like Esau, fight like Bernice, fight like Miss um, Grimble. Um, so many people hit me up today and mentioned their, the name of their great-grandfathers. Um, there was an Anderson Mack uh, mentioned. So many names were mentioned um, to me this morning. I want to say my aunt, who's still alive, y'all, Victoria Johnson, who's also in Alan Mitchell's book. Um, they were just, uh, like Edith L. Friesen, uh, respected educator that you know in alan mitchell's book he just he uh misses um molly bradley um i just want to say these names because they they help make wadmala the place you love today walter mitchell um just he you know charles chisholm uh william bubba bradley um you know just these people who made wadmala amazing and let's make sure we lift up their legacy and think about what uh what they all went through to to keep this place rural and such a tight-knit tribe so I know I went on and on, but yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna say one yeah. more thing. We're getting some comments on the Wadmala really? um, Facebook. Are page. they listening? And I, some people are. Okay. Which, shout out to the Wadmala group. Woo. Um, they corrected me. I'm uh, wrong. To the cutoff to send oh. emails to oh. the council is not at 5 p.m. today. Okay. You can send them until the day of the hearing, which again is 
Tuesday, October 8th, go to the WILPC.org website. Okay, you almost lit a fire under people, but I'm glad that we're, we're more correct than anything. So procrastinators, you got a couple more hours, <laughs> but let's not wait. Let's go ahead and send those emails. And like she said, or like Kelly said earlier, even if you're not from, we do want Wamala to show up and we will show up. Yeah. And reach out to me if you need, like if people need transportation, we can organize yeah. that ASAP. Um, seriously, um, we can organize anything. Um you know, go ahead. But if you live on Johns Island yeah. and West Ashley, this yeah. also is an issue for yes. you because the only way on to Wadmala is through yeah. West Ashley, Ashley and, and Johns, Johns Island. Island. So this will affect you. This will affect your traffic. Yeah. This will affect your day-to-day life, yeah. getting to work and where you need to go. Right. I know growth is going to happen. We see it. It's, it's. I mean, something happened the other day on Johns Island. I was stuck in traffic for like four hours, um, both going and coming. Um, we know the growth is just, like, you know, we can't really cap it. We know what's going on in James on James Island right now. Um, we know what's going on in Folly Beach. I want us to fight like those other communities, though. Um, Shout out to Folly Beach as well. Um, just always being galvanized and keeping Folly Beach, keeping the character. Even if it if it make annoys me, I love the fact that they're fighting to keep their um, their beach the way they want it to. As long as their their citizens vote for it, that's all that matters. Let's stand up for Wadmala. Let's stand up for our, our our ancestors and those who came before us. And yeah, let's fight. All right. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Oh, and thanks for tuning in for my first time listeners. I hope th- I hope you enjoyed this show. It ain't always like this. A, l- a little more fiery in other episodes, but thanks for tuning in with me. Until next time, y'all. Yeah. Stay, stay, Um, I don't know, stay what? Stay rural. <laughs> <laughs> stay active. All right.